The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum. You are listening to the Inspire FM. This is the live show of Welcome to Islam and I am your host, Kerry Manon. So I am here doing a live show today with my local ladies from the Luton Revert Group. And today's show, we're going to be talking about the social etiquette of social media and good adhab while we're online. And I know this is going to be something that's going to appeal to the new Muslims and the current community. So we are shortly going to have to have a quick break for the Azan for Maghrib. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. So you are listening to the Welcome to Islam show and we are going live on Inspire FM 105.1. So today in the studio, we have the Luton Revert Group. As you know, we come and do the Welcome to Islam show once a month. And so today I've got two lovely guests in the studio with me who I'd like to introduce. So I have Sister Catherine with me. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. And I have the lovely Sister Rosa. Walaikum assalam. So, so yes, so today uh, the topic that we thought that we would discuss um, I think is really important at the moment um, and especially in the light of things that have been happening lately and that is to do with social media adab or etiquette um, because um, as we know, you know, social media is becoming so prevalent and so influential and yet um, it's really important that we, uh, as Muslims, moderate the way that we behave on these various platforms. So we are talking all of the social media, internet, the WhatsApps, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Snapchats, all of that. So if anyone would like to join in the conversation with us this evening, please do call in on the normal numbers. That's 01582481822 or you can call in on the mobile, which is 0779481822. And I do believe we're also going live on Facebook. So Rosa, would you like to kick off our discussion for this evening? Right. Well, the one thing that um, I have to point out, first of all, I'm one of those people that embraces technology. So from my point of view, I only see the good in something to begin with. Um, So from my point of view, it starts off with the right intention. And when it comes to social media, it it is only as good as the intention that you put into it mm. but that that's just the beginning so if we look at how we interact as human beings from an islamic perspective in everyday life it is about transferring how we behave in everyday life to how we behave online yeah because you can't just assume that because you have some level of anonymity because you're online that you know, the way that we should interact with each other should should be diminished in any way. That's correct. And the one thing, that, the first thing that we need to look at is what what does the Quran tell us? How, how does Allah say that we need to engage with one another? And the one, the one immediate um, ayah that came, uh, came to mind was from uh, um, Surah Al-Hujrat which is um, Surah 49, and this is Ayah 13. And it says, and I'm going to read it in English because my Arabic is only so-so. 
So it says, O mankind, we created you from a single pair of a male and a female and made you into nations and tribes that ye may know each other. Verily, the most honored of you in the sight of Allah is he who is the most righteous of you. And Allah has full knowledge and is well acquainted with all things. Mm. Mm. Um, so social media is about getting to know each other. Yes. It's about, um, um, if we look at it from the point of view of uh, the younger Muslims, the younger generations, they have something that we didn't have before growing up. Yes. They have the opportunity of engaging with Muslims from all countries, from all cultural backgrounds, and yes. actually enriching and sharing their experience of what it is to be a Muslim in, in this current um, era. Yeah, and I think that's an important thing to say, is that this programme today, we're hopefully not just going to be bashing social media and saying it's the evil of all evils, mm -hmm. because, you know, used in the right way, social media can be such a powerful tool, mm -hmm. especially in terms of dawah, you know, uh, there's just so much to be had if used correctly. And that's the key, is that it is a tool, and any yeah. tool used incorrectly will bring you harm, and any tool used correctly can be really powerful and helpful. Absolutely. So um, it's also one one particular study that was was done from uh, um, um, I think it was from uh, an education um, an, an education academy mm. in the states okay. and one thing that they did was they did a study and they actually saw that there was an increase in uh, quoting quranic verses mm -hmm. and in uh, quoting hadith and in sharing and liking those um during on the build-up to ramadan yes during Ramadan, as well as on the build-up and during Hajj, so it shows that actually, from from the, from the point of view of Muslims, it is um, the intention is there to first of all to give the, give the the news the, the good news of what Islam is about mm. for them to everyone out there serve as a reminder for ourselves and also for everybody else that's out there too so um the so there is positive intention in the use of of social media from that point of view mm. uh but obviously it's also this also needs to be done in the right manner so it isn't uh, um I think there, there there is a lot of on how we conduct ourselves. So, the the intention is the good intention. What do we want to do? Mm. What do we aim to achieve from engaging in this? Yeah, and and I think you've picked up on a really key thing because any worldly act that we do can essentially be ibada if mm -hmm. we have the right intention. So you know, yes. it, as long as we've got the intention to make our interaction a positive one then, you know, inshallah, there's a reward in it. It needs to be uplifting yeah. for ourselves and for others. Mm. Um, as Muslims, it is important for us to be happy in, in what we do and how we engage in life. Um, being in the deen, 
means to to be to rejoice in our faith mm. so um to be detrimental to be negative in how we express ourselves always then you know people will look at us and we'll get to know it's like uh, uh, if she goes again she's just having a go again she's going to be miserable again she's complaining again mm. and that's the thing but they also they just uh, because if you're visibly muslim people will see you not just that, oh, that's her being miserable, that's a Muslim woman being miserable, mm-hmm. that's a Muslim being miserable. So, uh, okay, so there isn't, you know, Islam is not all that if you're going to be like this all the time. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's there's almost a responsibility if you're putting yourself out there that we do conduct and kind of promote Islam in the best possible way yeah. because otherwise, you know, you, we know that our faith is perfect, but we as human beings are not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of the things that's been topical at the moment is the footballer Mo Salah, who has done an amazing thing for this faith in terms of promoting it and, you know, kind of making it more accessible or or more people become more accepting of mm-hmm. you know having somebody on the on the, such a stage such an international stage yes. and actually he's coming to a lot of slack i don't know if you ladies are aware no, of um, aware. a current um he's did a gq men's magazine spread recently okay um, so interview no, I, well, I think there probably was an interview as part of it, but that's not why he's become under fire. It's because of the pictures that he's taken. Okay. Um, so he's taken, there's pictures of himself. Obviously, he's a footballer, um, but he's wearing um, fashionable clothes, like a suit and things, but his okay. chest is showing. And he's also in these photos with gorgeous aura, ladies. But is his, is his aura covered? No. Ah, okay. No. Um, so we get, you know, you get to see his body and you get to see him with lovely ladies draped over him. Uh, yeah. And okay. so he's I think he's probably really regretting that move oh. <laughs> because because that's there now yeah. for, for forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so not that's under- not even social media. That's mainstream. media. No, but of course, yeah. once something like that gets out, it's it's spreading oh. now and perpetuating. And it's on Facebook. That's where I saw it on Facebook. And that takes it to the next thing, which is that if you are somebody who's... The the moment you have a platform and you use that platform, you will also be judged accordingly. And you also, uh, in this particular case, this is somebody who's a role model. Yes. And if somebody says, well, it's, if he if he does it, then yeah, it exactly. must be all right. Yeah, we're all just kind of going, you know, visual aid here, you know, slapping our heads and shaking like, you know, but oh, what it, has he um, done? A few months ago, um, there was a discussion uh, in a group that I'm at, um, um, just raising, this was when he was still sort of the hero and yes. promoting Islam. Yes. People were saying, just, just be careful, he's human. Yes, of yes. course. One day he might he make a mistake and what will happen. Yeah. And then it's it's happened, you yes. see. Yes. So we just have to be careful of, you know, who we But the thing is, is that we, you know, we, from people looking outside at us as Muslims, you know, they, they're going to see us as representations mm. of our yeah. faith. So mm. we, you and I know that um, we, you know, that we're going to, falter we're gonna sin Mm -hmm. but one of the things of our faith is that we cover each other's sin you know so me even talking about his sin actually is is not good because you know i should be trying to cover the sin of my brother or sister 
Um, yeah. seen how many hundreds, thousands of copies of print? Yeah, I know. So this is the cat's even, out of the bag. That's, but not, <laughs> even, that's, not, even, that's yeah. not even distribution. That's the, what about the circulation? Because all it takes is that magazine being left in a, in a dental surgery. Yes. You know. Yes, yes. And But again, he is a huge representation of our faith because, mm. you know, he, he's done a lot of good. Yeah. Um, but he's human. But, but he is human and he's slipped. And, you know, inshallah, he'll... Forgive, he'll yeah. forgive us all. Inshallah, I mean, yeah. We, we all are It's a reminder for all of us is, just how is. easy it is to slip. He probably didn't... I don't know if no. he even gave it a second thought at the time. Or maybe things just escalated. He thought, OK, I'll do GQ. Next thing yeah. he knows, his top's out. You know, next thing he knows, there's a lady next to him who's and there's, there's, like there's, slippery there's, slope. So, um, sh- shot or whatever it's called. Mm. You know, they can change... The, yes, you know, of course. that... Go- we don't know. We don't know. No, uh, but he's he's putting he's he's kind of let GQ use his image. Yeah. And not in a positive way Islamically. Because they are not an Islamic publication, no. therefore they didn't have the best interest of no. Islam, but um, quite rightly but the, sh- the circulation, I'm distribution, and the readership. So. Yeah. Yes, we have to be careful of vanity. I'm. I'm. Um, just to let people know, there's this book, um, Being British Muslims by Mamnun Khan. Um, it's recently been launched, and there is a small chapter here about um, um, Adab and social media. And he just sort of mentions here, um, we have to be careful of vanity, um, or the Arabic word is ujb. I'm not, maybe not pronouncing that right, but it is one of the diseases of the heart we have to be careful of, and it's so easy in, in, this, in any sort of media to be, mm. become vain and... Mm. We yeah, I mean, so yeah, of ourselves. Yeah. And again, that goes back to my point about, you know, uh, having the correct intention. Um, you know, if you if you po- if you're doing things online for the sake of kind of getting more followers, you know, getting attention, you know, that's a worldly gain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be thinking uh, what we're doing. Is that going to please our creator? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. because that's what it's all about at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think um we, we all have, there's intention, but there's also knowledge. Mm. We have to have a, a level of knowledge. We can have a pure intention, but without sound knowledge, we can be in all sorts of trouble. Yeah, because what you do needs to follow through on your intention. Yes. You also need to be able to sustain a conversation. I mean, it depends on, you know, you, have, you can have, uh, in social media, if it's something like, Facebook, for instance, where you have your your privacy settings up and running and you only surround yourself with people that are uplifting to you, to you that are good for your Dean. So you, you kind of, you're already creating a halal environment for mm. yourself. Um, that's one thing. But if you choose other platforms that are very public, like Twitter, for instance, um, then everybody and anybody can come at you for whatever reason yeah. and you have to be prepared so we, whatever you say and no it should never ever be casual there should never be a casual liking something that somebody said there should never be a casual following someone because mm. of something they said when it actually turns out i had uh, 
I think I had somebody on Twitter following, uh, liking uh, something I said. And then when I went to look at the profile, because I don't follow just anybody, uh, it turned out that he was quite, you know, it was a very right wing Britain first kind of person. And he liked something I said. And I thought, you obviously didn't take a very close look at who I am and what I, you know, what I Well, maybe he did. And maybe he's highlighting what you've said. Yes, and... um, um, he's, as Alice says in the Quran, you wrote, uh, we are we are we are made different so that we can learn from each other. Yes. So so he might have genuinely liked what I said. Yeah. There was no repercussions afterwards. There was no uh, yeah. further down the line people kind of jumping mm, uh, mm. the gun at it because mm. clearly I'm I'm a nobody. So it wouldn't have as much of an impact as if they went to war on on a higher profile Muslim, mm, <laughs> if you know mm, what I mean. Mm. But it was. I found it. I found it somewhat amusing and ironic. But what I was saying at the time was something positive and uplifting. So yes. uh, it was. It could have been the opportunity for them to say, "Well, well, what about you people? You, you, where you cover your head? You Muslims? Yes, yes. You do this? You do that?" And it's like, and it could have been much of that, and it mm-hmm. wasn't. So. Alhamdulillah. Mm. <laughs> So, um, talking about, you know, how we should behave on social media, is there kind of like some guidelines or kind of, you know, especially if we can go back to Quran? Yeah, so there are major infractions that we should not be engaging in, Mm -hmm. full stop, ever. So if we are not allowed to engage in them in the first place in everyday life and you wouldn't be telling someone, Mm -hmm. then you would not be doing it on social media either. So one of the things would be about spreading marital secrets. Yes, and uh, and that's one one thing that we would not do. We would not, you know, we we are supposed to be, we've been created to be um, spouses, a husband Mm. and wife, Mm -hmm. as covering for one another. Yes, and therefore we we conceal what is in the home. And, uh, and protect it. And protect it because mm. it's, it's precious. Mm. Um, to actually, the moment we are, you know, our, our spouses, who's supposed to have our back? Yes. And how can they have our back if the minute we're outside the house, it's like, oh, you know what? It's just it's leaving the towel on the floor in the bathroom mm. all the time. Mm. It's such a slob. And it's like, I don't know what I saw in him. How could I possibly? Be? And you, you can't just... take that back. By the way, once it's I, out this there. Is what, by, by the way, I've got to point out I'm not married. So I'm all of this is just make believe, right? So I am actually not the, the saying anything negative about my spouse because I haven't got one. Okay. No, but, but you know as well you know once you've made that complaint about your spouse or indeed anyone that's out there now yeah. you can't take it back because mm. there's, there's no delete yeah there's no deleting you know and it's been said and it'll be there yeah. so what you've said in the heat of the moment of complaining about someone oh you know this yeah it's there now for public record absolutely <laughs> Forever. Forever. for eternity yeah and then all it takes and you know a, it's a very common approach to mm. screenshot things, mm. screenshot conversations. So all of a sudden, there's a screenshot of something because yeah, what you thought even was a private conversation. You know, like let's say yeah. WhatsApp. You know, you're having yes. a conversation with someone. Well, they could be like you said, screenshotting it and saving it and forwarding it around. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. 
So there, so that's one of the things. That's a big no-no. Um, so keep your personal life personal. Mm. Unless it's a joyous occasion and you want to share it, you know, then, then it's something else. Um, the other thing is, is heretical statements. Mm. To actually say something which is ex- diametrically opposite to what the Quran says, just because it's your personal feeling or your personal perception, that's also not a good way to be because mm. then you you are basically putting yourself out there to be someone who actually decries the Quran, who says, well, you know, uh, or devalues it. Yes. When it is such a, it's, it's perfect in itself, just because we don't have an understanding, a full understanding of, of much of it, doesn't mean that what's in there is wrong. Mm. So that's that's one of the other things. Uh, the one thing that you said about speaking without knowledge. Yes. So what what are the dangers of speaking without knowledge? Well, if you if you um, if you're coming from a place of ignorance or misinformation or untrue thing, and and you're 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 spreading it or, 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 or it's 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 risky. It's <laughs> you're spread you're spreading untruths really. What does that uh, do to your soul? Indeed. What does it do? Um, so it's just, and we as Muslims, we talk about intention and I had the intention this, yes, that needs, we need to put a good measure in towards, um, actually seeking knowledge before, before we spread something that mm-hmm. we've seen, check, is it true? Fact mm-hmm. check, you know, basic yes. fact check. Um, cause if we're putting something out there, Especially if it's something derogatory in some way, you know, like say, oh, you know, so and so has done this or really, we don't want to go there because if it's wrong, yes, that's your responsibility. It will come around. It will come back to you. Yeah, absolutely. And then you are somebody who spreads Because often, I'll often come across things that are actually, when you check it, it's out of date. It happened last year yes, or five abso- years ago. Oh, that's happened so much. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're spreading it as something that's happening now and yes. everybody should be worrying about it or doing something about it. It's go- been gone, done, been finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies, so we're coming up to a break. Uh, inshallah, we'll resume this conversation after the break. Assalamu alaikum. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Inspire FM and welcome to Islam monthly slot um, hosted by um, by the Luton Revert Group. Um, I am not Kerry. I'm just standing in for her for a split second. Here she comes. Assalamu alaikum. So sorry about that, listeners. I just had to quickly run and do my maghrib salah, so I do apologise about that. So, okay. Where were we, ladies? We were talking about um, the social etiquette. But actually, before we do that, can I just quickly say about the Luden Revert Group, actually, while I remember about it? So I know you've probably all heard it before, but we are the Luton Revert Group. We are a community of reverts here in Luton um, who we basically encourage friendship, guidance and education um, within a safe environment. And we meet... Once a month, um, we try to do the first Saturday of every month so there's some consistency and people know where to find us. So actually, we've already had October's meeting. 
Um, and that's where we had Brother Mamnun Khan come in and, and do an introduction of his lovely book called Being British Muslims. Um, and that was really uh, a very interesting meeting, um, you know, just talking about uh, the cultural uh, climate here in the UK and what it means to be British Muslim today. Um, our next uh, meeting is actually on the 2nd of November. That's a Saturday at 2 till 4 at the Dallow Road Community Centre. Um, and we will be having a little bit of social time. And actually, we're going to be going on to talk a bit, a bit more about actually social etiquette on uh, the Internet and social media. Um, and uh, we'd love to see you. And it is a family um, meeting as well. So any new Muslims out there, you can bring along your family and friends and we'd love to see you. So let's get back to our show. Um, so we were talking uh, before the break about some of the kind of strict rules, really what we shouldn't do that could really get us into hot water. Um, yeah, uh, the, the one thing that you said about speaking without without knowledge, that's one of the key things because uh, if we say something which is untrue, um, what can happen is that we are uh, transmitting knowledge which is not accurate and it can give the false, the wrong impression uh, about about us, about Islam, um, and also it can uh, perpetuate that, that uh, incorrect knowledge. Um, one of one of my major bugbears, and this because for us it's important to seek knowledge. One of uh, I'm, I learned about how to how to look at uh, different hadith and uh, uh, whether there are um, sahih. Hadith, whether they're, they're true, whether they're, they're strong hadith, whether they are weaker hadith, as well as fabricated hadith. Mm. And there are hadith out there that because of the uh, they had uh, because they had oral transmission, they have yes. a, they had uh, the the chain of transmission had to be verified, and all it took was one person in that chain to have been inaccurate just the once that all of a sudden he could not be considered as a truthful narrator mm. and therefore that hadith itself is compromised mm. so to post a hadith which it could be completely made up it's lovely it's really you know it's got really lovely the intention from mm -hmm. from you it's a good intention uh you want to uh raise uh, awareness of this particular uh topic so you share this hadith that you've come across no reference whatsoever doesn't say where it's from doesn't say what book it was reported in mm -hmm. there's no hadith number nothing so the moment that I am faced with something like this, I will go and try and find out because good old Google will probably come up with some information for me to find out where the hadith is from. Yes. And when I find out that that hadith was not an accurate hadith or it's even, even worse, it's fabricated, what does it say to me about the person that sent it to me in the first place? Mm. Um, and how many people have already seen it before you? Yeah, mm. and then all it takes is somebody who perhaps is not a Muslim who will kind of go and look it up and say, well, you know, this is fabricated, yes. this is not true. So these Muslims don't tell the truth. <laughs> they don't even know what they're all doing. All Muslims, mm. not just this particular Muslim, all Muslims, yeah. all Muslims, mm. slapdash and mm, that sort mm, of thing. Mm. So for me, that's, that's a biggie. 
Um, the one other thing that that we must not do in everyday life is disclose the faults of others. Mm. So if somebody makes a mistake, then we kind of go kindly and gently and we kind of say to them, you know, just this this is before anybody else sees this, it might be a good idea for you to take it down or, you yes, know. Yes, or you Rather than publicly edit, berating yeah, them. Yeah. Or edit what mm, you were trying mm, to say. Mm, I can mm. see you had good intention. Can you add, you know, just to edit? So the, you still have it there, but worded in a, in a more accurate manner. Mm. It's... Uh, and and I th- you do it with the best of intentions because you would want somebody to correct you in a gentle way. Yeah. Also, if you made a mistake. And that just brings to mind something that actually happened. Um, we run a Luton Revert Group Facebook page um, mm. where we try to, you know, post authentic hadiths, inshallah. Yes. Um, and we try to post uh, information about events that are happening and things that we're doing. Mm. And, you know, I, I quite often just share things that are current and topical that might be relevant to, the, to, the, to our followers. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I shared recently was about a young Muslim um, journalist, a young lady mm-hmm. um, from the BBC who'd passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I just shared this and didn't really think anything much more about it until somebody else, a follower, who I, I will remain nameless commented on the post saying about how you know um she's she's not a proper muslim she's going to go to hell anyway look at her you know she's not following hijab she doesn't believe in any of it and what really oh. upset what upset me the most was the the one the closing sentence on there which was and she probably never prayed yeah and it's like how, how can you, you even know? come to that yeah how do you know you're supposed to think the best of your brother or sister yeah it was very upsetting actually mm. to to have that um and to think that because you like to think that the people who follow your page are all good intentioned yes. and, and you know are there because we want to share knowledge between us mm-hmm. and you know get to know each other mm-hmm. and then you when you get somebody post something like that you, and then it's like well then how do you tackle that exactly um because yeah. you know you don't want to leave it there but at the same time um you have to address it because i think you know when you see an injustice like that when you see somebody publicly mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. you know somebody who's passed away mm-hmm. you know to, to to degrade their memory in such a way is so upsetting um you know so i think the way that we approached it in the end was that we we quote quoted some Quran about how you know um, you shouldn't again like the point you were making about mm. we should we shouldn't judge people and we should cover any uh, inadequacies mm-hmm. of our fellow brothers and sisters mm-hmm. you know just mm-hmm. because um, she wasn't wearing hijab in this picture mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. let's face it as new Muslims there's pictures of me flying around that I've not got hijab on you know yeah. that's there now and it's it's on my facebook or whatever people can see yeah. that i've not yeah. got mm. hijab but that that's my past uh-huh you know and so this could be the same for this young girl it could be mm-hmm. that she wasn't wearing hijab in this particular picture but you don't know and yet and for also this maybe it's judge, possible she'd come to her own reasoning that she didn't feel it was necessary to be wearing it what we have yeah. all sorts we've all we've all, all we've all we're all <laughs> only answerable to Allah at the end of yes, the day absolutely and so whatever she decided for herself is is up Between to her, her and, Allah. and mm-hmm. to be judged in such a way and to be called Publicly. you know i mean he i don't remember okay. if he re- used the word kafir but i know that he was basically saying or i'm saying it's a he but i don't know for sure um that that you know she wasn't a believer and that she's going to and hell and so about what yeah you could ask yourself what was his intention her the person's intention yes, in putting yes. this out there um 
yeah it's almost (laughs) like it's you know like it seemed to be um you know we all we all aren't happy if we see something that is going against our faith obviously all of us are disappointed Mm. in a fellow Mm -hmm. brother or sister Mm -hmm. if we see that they are not doing something they should be but well, we but, feel but, they should be by our sure. but exactly today. it's our sure. perspective and yeah. in and we're not there to judge the we, one thing is that um it's something that i was reminded of uh, reminded of um recently and it is that when when we post something and we respond to somebody with with uh, outrage is who who are we outraged on behalf of mm, mm. who are we outraged for are we outraged because it, it uh, hurts our sensibilities or are we outraged for the sake of Allah mm. and that's one thing that now I actually find more and more a question that um, if I see something that's inappropriate I'll just I'm thinking do I need to say something yeah mm. And if I'm saying something, is it going to be useful for whoever it is? And am I upset? Who am I upset for? Is mm. upset? Am I upset because there's something that's like, well, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. No. It, am I upset because Allah wants to see the best in everyone? And for our sake, we want to see our, our beloved brothers yes. and sisters flourish mm. as well. Um so if we ha- and that's the, that's the whole point as the ummah we help each other out um the one thing is that uh, from that point of view that that particular either brother or sister we don't know mm. who posted that comment is public it was publicly yes. done that was a typical instance of uh, it, it was a case of is it was he being modest? He or she were they being modest in the way they were expressing themselves? Did uh, were they uh, engaging in a sinful activity and not being ashamed of it? Because mm. that's the one mm. thing when it comes to social media that there we are with our phone or our tablet or our laptop in our living room, in our bedroom, in our home, and. It's just us and that piece of tech. Mm. There is nobody else physically present there watching yeah, us. Yeah, there's no filter. You know, so therefore we just the, the, the we have to use our own our own intellect and mm. faculties to um, filter things. Um, Doctor Mamun, he says here. Um, um, try putting yourself in that person's shoes where there's a need to call things out be like a, a really tough scholar who really thinks deeply taking time to reason properly before conveying them with due respect and language mm-hmm. so really think about what you're saying and yeah what not, you're not saying just a knee-jerk reaction not, not, which is often from an yes. emotional basis yes. that is our nafs yes. which is flawed and mm-hmm. um yes it's, we need to use our brain that Allah's bestowed us with to mm-hmm. give a, the, when it's necessary to give a response it's a it's a timely and polite and kind yes um and there's and yes. there's no shame in actually saying I don't know you know because I mean yeah. like, for me like as as mm. I mean I call myself a new Muslim even though you know I took shahada <laughs> a number of years ago um, but I'm still learning as we all are mm-hmm. and so there yeah. are gaps in my knowledge and you know if if I'm for example doing something in dawah and somebody asks me the question of something that i i'm not sure of it's okay to say you mm-hmm. don't know yes. 
Yes, we can't be expected to... Islam is so vast. Yes. Yeah. We can't be expected to know everything, the answer to everything. There's, um, uh, sometimes there's, it's the fact that there's... Um, the, the perk about something being online is that you don't have to answer straight there away. and then. Yeah, you can go you away. You have actually <laughs> it's, the I time think, to think go and find out it's because for you get that. It's that immediacy, isn't it? You yeah. can immediately respond to something that's happening. That Other people can immediately respond to you. And it's all feeding. It's, it's, feeding it's almost the like they want to get there first. Yes. I'm going to yeah. be in there quickly and like be the first to no. respond. It's that's the other thing. Um, it's taking the time to um, to look at the previous comments and say, well, oh, actually, well, somebody's really replied to that. I don't need to say anything. Mm. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that's good. Saves me the yeah. trouble. Okay, you it's, know, it's better to say something good or constructive, um, or to remain silent. Otherwise, mm. yeah. Yes. And I think that's that's not mm. just on social media. No, that's in that, general. That's life, yeah. yeah, that's, that's life. life. <laughs> uh, I've started to describe myself a little bit uh, on a personal level. I've started describing myself as a bit of uh, um, how what I say and how I express myself as an iceberg. So basically, <laughs> just think about all the, the you know what you hear from me is just that above the water level. Mm. And imagine all the stuff that I could have been saying and I probably thought and that I think, oh, shall I, shan't I, shall I, shan't I, ooh. And that I actually don't. There's so much more. <laughs> so I think the, the wisest people are the ones who say least mm. on reflection mm. in history and in our... Well, yeah. Inshallah, I'll get there. Inshallah, we'll all get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing that um, I found of interest is the fact that uh, Dr. Mamnum said, well, there isn't an actual list of Adab out there. Um, but as as we were, um, Catherine, you were oh. saying earlier, it's the fact that, you know, we take, we take the Adab from everyday life and we transfer it onto onto social media. Yes, we so, should be doing that, yes. So there isn't a need, really, for a list of adab in itself. No, the, we there? don't need a new fic. No. I don't think. A, a fic of social media. <laughs> no, it's there already, um, mm -hmm. how to behave towards mm -hmm. each other. Just the, the, the means, yeah. the, the technology is different, but we have to engage our brains so yeah. much more because it's once it's there, it's there forever. Yeah, and not yeah, just so. that. When you're engaging in this kind of way on social media through whatever platform you're choosing, mm. it's not the same as a personal interaction. No. So you can't judge people in because you're not getting those other cues yes. of body language, of mm -hmm. you, you context. know, yeah, of, of context exactly, Catherine. Well. So therefore, you kind of have to tread lighter because of that. Because you can totally misconstrue yeah. what somebody's saying because just in a difference in language, a tone of voice, and yeah, absolutely. It's trying to use it's trying to use uh, neutral neutral terms. So that's the other thing that because it's um, um, there is no filter in that sense that we actually we are more ourselves the way we would be with our with our friends mm. than we would be with an employer for instance yes. or a colleague at yes. work um or somebody we've just met we the way that is we we conduct ourselves on social media is like we just quite easily just if somebody says <coughs> something we go mate 
I yeah. mean, seriously, mate, mm-hmm. how could you possibly say that? And we we sh- we would not talk to some to a stranger that way. We would not presume if somebody came up to to us and kind of called us mate. I'm going to excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Just, I mean, I shouldn't really admit this, but I love a bit of road rage. <coughs> I'm I'm a classic road, road rage. rager. Yeah, <laughs> what I do is when I'm in my car and somebody cuts me up or someone's not using the right lane, I'm there going, "You Wally, what are you doing? Get in the right lane." Then and I've come to realise, you know, it's because I've, because I'm in my own little box in your car, in my own bubble. Nobody I feel safe. Yeah, yes. nobody can hear me. So, so I let my guard down, but and I'm can like, see you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've come to realise, actually, you know what, Kerry, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing as social media. Camera, like some speed camera has actually picked up your face, and there yes. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, that's the other thing. Um, one of one of the other major infractions that we we should not be engaging in as Muslims is backbiting and slander. Mm. So uh, there's this common activity now where you see cele- is you know I can only describe it as celebrity bashing. You know, they, it's just that some celebrity does something mm. and then everybody jumps on and it's like a mob yes, kind of lynching yeah. yes, kind yes. of mob culture mm, where mm. everybody just kind of just kind of like starts pelting them with, with stones because they've done something that's unacceptable or inappropriate or, they've, you know, so everybody just, just jumps on the bandwagon. Mm. Um, there's such a thing as using it as an example to uh, to be to uh, within the context of a, of discussion, like here uh, mm-hmm. on this radio show, for instance, where we mentioned that footballer and what happened mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as a way of expanding the discussion. But there's also the well, because everybody else does it, it's okay for me to do it too. Mm. So it's um, all of a sudden there's this element of anonymity that as part of a group of people having a go at someone, um, we are actually we're actually slandering them. Yeah. We're doing them an injustice. We're doing ourselves an injustice because we're clocking up the sins. Mm. Mm. It's, mm. I'm, I'm trying to remember what the uh, Quran quote is or the Hadith is about how... Um, y- you know, in this kind of situation, mm. you should you should refrain from that because it's just going to get you into trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's so right. Mm. We we we're not there. We're not present. We're not witnesses to the to that person's sin. We are not. Uh, we don't have all of the knowledge. We don't have all mm. of the understanding of what what went on. It's not our place to comment. Mm. So. Um, in the end of the day, our scroll of deeds on on uh, on the day of judgment that would be our scroll. Nobody will stand for us and say no, no. But she, you know, she meant well, or she did this, or she did that. No, the same as for them, it would be the same. So it's mm. not a place. Um, just what else could be? I was just thinking. Well, I mean, we we've got just five minutes left of the show now um and i know that there's this really useful uh infogram that you've um used before rosa it's pretty it's quite lovely and it's simple because it's something that you could have uh, you know you can find the image online and you can print it out and you can have it next to you know you can have it next to your uh, to your phone or yeah next we'll, to your we'll put it on our facebook yeah. page and link it yeah. onto inspire fm as well mm, so that yeah. our listeners can pick it up because um good adab it's not just 
um, for uh, for parents that are concerned about how their children interact online. Um, obviously, there are basic rules about how your children should engage online. Mm. Make sure that you you as a parent are in the same room with them. You make sure that you have certain um, um, secure parameters in place. And know who on, they're talking to. Yeah, know who they're talking to yeah. and limit their timing online mm. and know what sites they're going to and for what purposes. You know, the, the kind of child safe um, um parameters you put in place to yeah because i mean you were talking about google earlier you can put in like really what you would think is a a word which would not be get you into trouble of any kind Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you know in this the reset in the results list there's just all kinds of horrendous things you're like and you cannot cannot unsee those things once you've seen them it's really hard so you've got so there are those you have basic and guidelines of how you would get your children to go online and for what purposes and so on. But you also have to bear in mind that these rules of good adab, they're for everybody, yes. any age. We are not immune to it. And uh, the more, the, the, there are, of course, there are certain uh, uh, fatwas that have been put in place for certain social media mm. from uh, the, the Grand Mufti of, uh, of Saudi Arabia about uh, Facebook and about uh, Pokemon Go, <laughs> you know, and uh, so this back from 2012. Then you have, uh, you know, other um, fatwas from, from India uh, about um, uh, Twitter, Twitter and about mm. up- and or uh, a fatwa from Iran about uh, uploading images on Facebook. Mm, so mm. there are fatwas for different things, but they have specific purposes of why we still need to conduct ourselves in a more general way. We can't take away from the fact that there is a positive uh, impact mm. on using social media. Mm. The same as we surround ourselves with, with uh, good. Uh, examples and good role models that promote our our iman and and inshallah we do the same for them Uh, so we surround ourselves with uh, halal conversations Mm -hmm. Um, equally uh, we need to be um, very much um, alert to how we 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 debate with people so yeah that we we look at this this is the word think and the word think is literally that it's about uh, wondering to ourselves, is it true? First of all, before we post anything, is it true? Have we actually done our background research to make sure that we know that what we're saying is accurate, is current, as you said, Catherine? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, are we not saying something that is almost true and is slightly misleading? Mm. You know, um, the other thing is, uh, um, is it helpful? And from that point of view, are we saying something for the sheer, uh, for the sake of just saying something, yes, or filling to be in seen, this, this, to be this, saying this something. yeah, to be seen, to be saying something, mm-hmm. or to be um, to just fill in some empty digital space? Because yes. oh, I haven't been online for a little while. Let me just post something <laughs> random. Um, is it helpful? Is it going to contribute to anybody who's just kind of uh, filling up more of the chatter that's yes. not necessary? Yes. Um, the other thing is, which goes from there, is is it inspiring? Mm. Are you going to be leaving the person with with a happier feeling? Mm. Um, and then, of course, is it necessary? 
If somebody else said something already. Yes, you know, don't need to cover the same yeah, ground. Exactly. And then finally, is it kind? Because yeah. far too often in this day and age, we say things to, that are, it's just, uh, oh, how we say it is not kind. Yes, phrase it in a way, even if you want to make a point, phrase it in a way that yes. is not berating someone, but is gentle reminder. Mm. And it's also because in the end of the day, we, we are, we're brothers and sisters, we ought to love each other. Absolutely. Because Mamnon mentions this in his book, he calls it slightly different, he calls it the four gates, four gates of speech, and I think this is any speech between any human beings um is it true is it necessary is it kind and is it the right time yeah that's, uh, that's, that's a good way thing. to end up yes. all right lovely ladies yeah. our time is up and we as always we could go on for forever but i have to say <laughs> assalamu alaikum thank you for listening to our podcast we stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFM Luton.